Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. I'm Justin Bull in for Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is proposing a new plan to fully fund the state's pension systems, which have been in significant debt for years. Pritzker wants to use hundreds of millions of dollars currently spent on debt service to be put towards pensions once that legacy debt is retired. State Representative Stephanie Kifowit, chair of the House Personnel and Pensions Committee, says this isn't a new concept. If we already have this payment in our budget, it's not dedicated to any other source, then we should continue just doing this payment and shift it to our high-interest pension liabilities. It's just fiscal responsibility. Annual pension payments increase every year due to the so-called Edgar Ramp, implemented in the mid-1990s. It was designed to backload higher pension payments to later years. Pritzker says this plan would save billions and ensure the pension systems are 100% funded by 2048. Advocacy groups across Illinois are applauding Governor Pritzker's proposal to establish a state child tax credit. The credit would be 20% of the taxpayer's state earned income tax credit, which is a tax break for lower income earners. Families with children three years of age or younger would be eligible. Fred Sow, with the Illinois Coalition for Immigrant and Refugee Rights, says Pritzker's plan is a good start. Our job is going to be making sure that there is a good you know, a good amount of support, uh, not just in the community, but also among uh, General Assembly members to push as generous a proposal as we, as we can get. His group is part of a statewide push for a bill that would give qualifying families a $300 tax credit for every child under the age of 18. Chicago Public Schools plans to end its contract with the police department this summer as the district removes cops from schools. But district officials revealed last week this won't necessarily save money. For each of the past three years, CPS has agreed to pay the police department about $10 million a year for the school resource program. But CPS CEO Pedro Martinez revealed last week the city wasn't making the school district pay at all. The school district has continued to budget for the program, and now officials say that unspent money is available to be repurposed. Many of the critics of school-based police officers say they are hopeful more money will be available to support student emotional needs. But with the district facing a $300 million budget deficit next year, it is unknown how much will be available. This weekend marked the second anniversary of Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine. Local activists are preparing for the war's next phase. Lilia Popovich with the Ukrainian Congress Committee says the mood in Chicago is somber. For um, other people, it's like war is somewhere. For us, it's very close because almost every single uh, Ukrainian who lives in Chicago have either father, brother, sister, or friend who is on the front line. My colleague Anna Savchenka reports that the Ukrainian Congress Committee is working to rally Americans behind the war effort and also to bolster support in Congress, where aid packages to Ukraine have stalled. And a Cook County judge ruled that a referendum that would have allowed a tax increase in Chicago to fund homelessness prevention is invalid. 
Judge Kathleen Burke sided with the real estate and construction groups that sued to block the question. The question will not be removed from early voting ballots, a Chicago elections board spokesperson says. But if the judge's ruling stands, votes for or against it won't be counted on March 19th. The ruling is a blow for advocates who have been trying for years to put the question before voters. After a lengthy hearing, supporters of the ballot referendum left the courtroom shouting, quote, 68K need a place to stay in reference to the number of unhoused persons in the city. In the weather, another unseasonably warm day today, a mix of sun and clouds and a high of 64 degrees, winds up to 20 miles per hour as well. Tonight, it's partly cloudy with a low of 52. That's it for now. Later today, there are some experiences that unite many Chicagoans. I'm thinking of the Montrose Beach piping plovers, maybe even the rat hole, or even iconic Chicago graffiti. We were at the corner of Western and Irving Park, and we look up at this old abandoned building and we see in huge block letters, Mr. Mr. Fungi. And we're like, what does that even mean? Aaron talks to freelance writer Kelly Engelbrecht about street art and her search for Mr. Mr. Fun Guy. That's today at 1 p.m. I'm Justin Bull. Happy Monday, and thank you for listening.